Welcome to The Top, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amount with CCAR President Marissa Benet and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, Marissa. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to the top. It's always good to be here. It is. So have you had many transactions that involve solar panels? You know, recently I've had quite a few more, but before it seemed like nothing for years, but now it's kind of popping up a lot, which I think is why we need to talk about it. I agree. And, you know, solar panels and their ease of transference to new owners were a very hot topic that we had recently at the Texas Realtors 360 meeting. And I'm excited to learn more with our guests today. Today, we are joined by Keisha Talbert from Truly Title. Hello, Keisha. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being with us, Keisha. So I'm curious, have you seen an increase in the number of residential transactions? Not the increase maybe you would expect, but definitely it has become uh, a burning (laughs) problem area in some of the residential transactions that we handle. Um, I had my first solar panel transaction back in 2019. And since then, it kind of seems to be more of a pocketed area. So maybe you'll have one person that's installed it in a neighborhood. That vendor then goes and markets to the neighborhood. So you'll see just those little pockets. And then, of course, everybody hears all of the energy savings or let's go green um, advertisements. So that always kind of puts people into the research realm and then as the cost goes down, basically, we're going to start seeing a lot more. So if you got solar panels five years ago, you paid a lot more than you would today. Sure. Definitely. So again, as it becomes more reasonable to install and the programs get worked out to have better um, parameters, we're going to see a lot more going forward. Yeah. And, you know, at my house, we have removable little solar panels, but that's just to power like security cameras and things like that, that are just battery powered. I'm surprised we don't see more solar panels on like farm and ranches type properties because owners tend to hold them for longer. It it would be beneficial, you would think, to do that. However, I do believe that the maintenance and things, like if you were to put it on like a farm and ranch, you have all the area you could utilize. However, this area, especially, I know that hail damages them. <laughs> so you kind of have to go into the 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 fallout that you might see from the solar panels. Um, but typically speaking, you just see them on the residential roofs. And I'm not sure that we have uh, vendors that offer the solar panels that can go elsewhere quite yet. I know they're coming, but they're not quite felt out yet. However, <laughs> there, there, there are so many different ways that people are installing solar panels these days. And as many uh, different types of homes and floor plans are the different vendors and programs that they offer. Um, typically, you're going to see the seller has either purchased or leased the fixtures or the solar panel equipment. And in those cases, it stays with the house, but Usually the people are financing it over a term or they're leasing the equipment. And so when you go to sell it, you have to find a buyer that's willing to take on that responsibility and either assume the lease 
or um, the seller has to pay off the solar panel cost at their closing. Um, the, the paperwork can be relatively simple. Um, the more reputable vendors that have been doing it the longest have their, their parameters down and their steps that you need to take pretty pretty straightforward, but it can really affect the buyer. So say that you uh, leased the equipment. Well, the company you lease it from actually owns it. So the new buyer has to assume that lease, which means they have to qualify um, if they want to say, assume the financing, all of that's going to factor into their new loan that they're purchasing with. So it can be detrimental. And I have seen cases where it's actually flipped the deal. So it's definitely something that if you are uh, looking to uh, list a house and you see those solar panels on it, you need to start asking questions. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen it where buyers just don't qualify, you know. Exactly. And it, that's a huge problem. Because, I mean, you think I'm... Um, just throw a number out there. Typically, you're going to be looking at probably around thirty thousand uh, dollars, somewhere in that range, and you put that into the monthly mortgage payment, the debt to income ratio, and it they they can't qualify anymore. And especially when we see the interest rates rising, our sales prices as high as they are. Yep, yep. You, yep. you don't have that wiggle room to have those kinds of things interrupt the transaction. Okay, so what can a listing agent do to make sure um, that they have a smooth transfer? Ask the questions. I am all about disclosure. The more that you can get in the beginning, the better off you're going to be um, throughout the process. So um, typically the consumer, you know, they're excited to get a, a new technology. Um, usually, you know, it's it's mainly the men <laughs> They go in, they do all the research. <laughs> We're going to save this much money over the next 50 years. And when they're doing that, they they don't realize what they're signing. So um, typically, if you're leasing the uh, equipment or if you're purchasing the equipment, that paperwork you're signing is encumbering your property. So a lot of people just think, oh, it's like uh, a pool or it's an above ground pool, not an in ground pool. Um, <laughs> it's, it's some sort of removable item yeah. because it does seem to be, you know, it's, it's like a birdhouse or shutters on the windows, but it is actually, it, you can't take it with you. I mean, that's, that's kind of a, a, a misleading factor to it. But when you do meet with your seller and you see those solar panels on the house, you need to ask them for the paperwork. At the very least, if you have a buyer that's looking at your property, you're going to want to know what you're getting into. So you're going to want that up front. And my next step would be call the vendor on the paperwork. Ask them what their process is. I know we've seen some situations where these companies are not replying for two and three weeks. They don't work in the same time constraints that we do and that we're used to trying to get a deal closed in 30 days. Oh, yeah. No, that's a really good point. And, you know, part of me, and maybe, Jonna, you you have an opinion on this as well. A part of me feels that one of the reasons why, like, smart home features have taken off so well is because they are easily transferred, you know, from one home to another. So I can buy, you know, these these removable smart features and take them with me and they're mine forever. They don't have to stay with the home. But with solar panels, that kind of falls into that category of, oh, this is a cool, you know, accessory we can add to the house. And now it's a fixture to the home, but it does add. It's almost like another 
like mini mortgage on it. So it's for me, you know, you kind of have to want to plan on being in the house for a while. Exactly. It's definitely an investment. So if you're looking to do solar panels, you're typically looking at long-term energy cost savings. You want that check at the end of the year from the company that provides the electricity for whatever you've been generating for them. You're not going to get any return on that in a year or two. So that's definitely something that you would want on your forever home, not in your starter home and th- those kinds of <laughs> yep. things. Um, so, yes, it's definitely something that you've got to consider down the road, not your immediate satisfaction. But what's going to satisfy you when you go to sell it? Exactly, because I think if, for the person who's moving every two years, it just kind of can be more of a just kind of encumbers the property a little bit more. It, it just doesn't leave you as limber. But, you know, that's to say if if that's really a problem. I mean, if you have a property with a lot of equity and it doesn't really matter and you're like, ah, I don't care. I just I just want the solar panels because I want, like you said, the check at the end of the year or I want to ha- like reduce my overall carbon footprint or, you know, I mean, I, I get all that. I get all that. So, you know, if you have a homeowner who is considering adding solar panels to their home, is there... Are there certain items that they should consider when selecting a company? Certain things they should look for, certain questions they should ask? Yes. Since this is such a new technology and, you know, it's it's still moving parts and, and new things are being discovered every day, you definitely want to do your research. Comparison shop. There are so many different vendors out there, but they kind of operate, in my perspective, similar to roofers. You don't have any sort of real regulation out there. You don't have a whole host of people that are looking over their shoulders going, okay, is the product you're providing, is it warrantable? Is it going to be good to use in 30 years? I'm paying all this money for something. Is it actually going to still be working after it's paid off? Um, So definitely vet any of the vendors. I highly always suggest Contact their previous customers, find out their experience. What pitfalls did they have after these things were installed? What kind of maintenance do they require? Is there ancillary equipment that you need that's going to make it function? I know that when we had our snowmageddon in February of 21. That's exactly what I was thinking about. (laughs) So many people jumped on the solar train and, and as soon as they started doing some of the research and figured out, oh, okay, so you can put the solar panels on your house. The main uh, attractive quality for that particular uh, instance in our history was I want to have power when everybody else doesn't. Well, in order to do that, you have to have separate equipment installed, which is very costly to be able to be self-sustaining and provide your own energy. When the solar panels are installed, you're just feeding it into the power grid. It's not just supplying your own home. So those kinds of things are are not... uh, not as uh, thought out. <laughs> so, yep. well, I, I was that same person. As soon as the snowstorms hit, I was like, okay. I was like, come on, honey, we're going to go to Costco and we're going to go look up some solar panels. This is going to be great. And we we found the same thing. And we're like, well, that's not really going to solve the problem that we were looking to solve. And so then we went to the, the home and garden show and we're pricing out whole home generators. <laughs> I, I have... I have priced those as well and did the, the same thing. And I think the the smart thing to do is just be on the hospital grid. And <laughs> exactly. You don't need to worry. 
<laughs> I, we, we were fortunate because on one of the storms that we had, we were, we didn't know. And I wish there was a way we could advertise this in the MLS that, oh, by the way, you're on the same power grid as the hospital, Woo! you know, or the fire station. Like, yay, I like that. Uh, but unfortunately, that's... <laughs> We can't that, do that's that. not a marketing piece yet, but no, I do know that next summer, everyone was like, Hey, we didn't lose power. <laughs> well, that also was a big question. Once we started listing homes, you know, especially homes with swimming pools, you know, did you lose power? Did your pool freeze during the snowstorms? We just need to know. And, you know, quite honestly, you know, my husband and I recently bought a home and it lost power and the pool froze during the snowstorms and now there's massive damage to the pool, but we can't prove that it came from the snowstorm, you know? So I'm like, we'll fix it. Yes. <laughs> we'll well, fix that it actually ourselves. brings up another uh, kind of tangent to this, but I mean, I'm not even certain what insurance would cover for the solar panels. So that is another thing that your buyer will, would want to consider. What if we did have a massive hailstorm? You know, okay, is so it covered? I'm feeling there's going to be a follow-up to this. probably will. I mean, that, <laughs> that just occurred to me. I'm like, how would insurance be uh, paid okay. out on those? Okay, Jonna. So here's what we got to do. We got to bring uh, an insurance company and we get, we're going to need an appraiser too, because yes. I'm, I'm really curious because I know I've seen varying um, ranges of what an appraiser will give value to. And I don't know what is the differential in their eyes. I honestly don't know either. And researching some of the stuff for the podcast today, um, the information that I found was kind of alarming. I think the most uh, common response that I saw was that the appraisers are not assigning any value to solar panels. It's just kind of a, a, a wash. They're not saying, oh, it's worth. And they're definitely not uh, assigning a value that approaches what the, the cost is to the seller or for the lease that they pay. Yeah. I, and now I'm trying to think, I'm like, do they disclose how old the solar panels are? I mean, I, I would think that's covered in the seller's disclosure. Notice. I think it's covered in the seller's disclosure. And I'll go ahead and mention too, I forgot when you are um, talking with your seller and you are taking that listing, um, make sure you're including that fixture addendum to the contract. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it's just one of those things we we don't do it every day. So it, it's definitely something that you're going to want to reach out and, and, and find out, okay, well, wh which forms do I need? But yes, I, I have not seen. And again, since it's relatively new, I've not had anybody that's had their solar panels for 10 years, you know? Oh, exactly. Exactly. I'm right there with you. You know, my husband's doing a transaction now with solar panels and um, the seller had to pay off the panels now, and I would say we're in one of the hottest real estate markets that we've ever been in, but for a house to just sit on the market and not sell, because of the solar panels, it was just, it was really disheartening for the sellers. Now, my husband, though, being the buyer's agent, was kind of left to get some amount of education from the listing agent. And so I do think that, you know, that also speaks to realtors cooperating with one another. And it, I really do see it as a listing agent's responsibility to understand exactly what they're listing and then have some amount of grace with the darn buyer's agent. Exactly. Exactly. I think, again, disclosure is is my rule but you know put the the information in the MLS listing again help your fellow agent the, these are things that are new to us and we were all newbies once and needed a helping hand and 
just even to put the vendor or the manufacturer in the MLS listing, you've got buyers today that are so research intense. You know, they're answering the questions before they ask the expert just to to kind of check the expert knows what they're talking about. So so that information up front is the best practice. And again, just know what you're getting into in the beginning. What paperwork are they going to require? In any of the solar panel cases that I have handled, there have been massive amounts of paperwork. There's a contract. There's an agreement. It tells you what you're responsible for, what they're responsible for. And these are things the buyer needs to know before their, you know, past option or even in option, because that would probably rule out even making an offer in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Before we let you go, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about the topic of solar panels? We've covered some really good stuff today. So is there any last tidbit that they need to know? Really just always, always you, you as a realtor, you are the expert. You are hired so that your knowledge is shared and and it's something that I know I forget and many people forget. We do this every day. This is this is just the normal course of business. These things pop up for us. Our consumers that we help, they're not. So be an expert. And that means that you need to go to the people that do it. You may have one solar panel transaction in your career. Your title company, your closer. They've had multiple different ones and they are the people that you go to to use as a resource so you can look like a rock star to your customers. So I just really highly encourage you use your whole little network of people so that you are getting as much information out to the consumer and educating them. I appreciate being here. This was great. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. For those listening, thanks for hanging out with us again. And don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. And if you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, we want to know it. So email us at ask at welcometothetop.com and listen to hear us cover it this season. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And I will see you all at the closing table. Special thanks to our hosts, Jono Fernandez and Marissa Benet. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Ella Madden. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Sean Offsell. Tune in next time, and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements made by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.